This is the Limo Show 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 Show. What is up guys and welcome to this video and in this video we're going to cover why you're not closing the deal with women. When I'm talking about closing the deal, I mean from a date or from a nightclub slash bar slash type venue, you know, when you go out with your friends or when you go out to a party, why you're not actually closing the deal, bringing her home, having sex with her, right? So that's what we're talking about. So in this video, I'll show you how to close the deal more consistently with women and how to avoid some of the fatal mistakes that most men are making. So uh, have you ever taken a girl home and you wanted to get more physical with her? Maybe you started touching her, kissing her, um, but then she kept saying things like, oh, I'm not that kind of girl or, oh, I won't sleep with you tonight. Well, congrats, you've just encountered last minute resistance, right? And a lot of girls are going to do this. It's kind of primal. It's normal. We'll cover the evolutionary explanation right now. But this is a very common thing, you know, so don't freak out. It's common. Really, you should expect it. And yeah, that's called last minute resistance, LMR, right? First, let me explain why that happens. So back in the caveman times, right, women didn't have access to hospitals, didn't have access to, you know, condoms or to contraceptive methods, right? And so when a woman would mate with another guy, like she would risk enormous consequences of, of her actions. Like back in the caveman times, if, she, if a woman had sex with the wrong guy, she could risk death or she could risk being ostracized from her tribe. You know, back in the day, there wasn't any vaccines or any, um, any you know, pharmacy. Uh, you know, like everything was super dangerous when it came to diseases, infections stuff like that. And so she could risk a lot, you know, and that's exactly why evolution favored women who are highly selective about their mates. Um, now, when it comes to closing the deal, just to come back to, to my point, um, when a woman gives you a last minute resistance, like she tells you, oh, I'm not going to have sex with you tonight or, oh, I can't do this right now. Well, that actually doesn't happen at the last minute. I know it's called last minute resistance, but ironically, it doesn't happen at the last minute. It happens way before in the interaction because you fucked up and you didn't set the right expectations. You didn't really actually frame things properly, right? Now, it can also happen because obviously she's that kind of girl and she's not going to have sex with you on the first night, etc. That happens. I'm not saying like you're going to close every girl you have a first date with, okay? Actually, most of the high quality girls you're going to date are only going to have sex with you on the second, third, fourth date. I know it's, it sucks, but to be honest, that's what happens. Now, a woman who sleeps with you on the first date doesn't mean she's low quality. It just means, yeah, it, j it just means like she was, she had enough trust. She has enough, she had enough comfort and um, she just, yeah, she just went with the flow. Sometimes like it, it doesn't mean that she's uh, a whore or a slut because she fucks on the first date. I don't, I don't judge women that way. Because I've had plenty of girls that I've had sex with on the first date, but they actually were, they actually were really good long-term blueprints anyway. So, um, so yeah, those are my thoughts. 
But basically, as I said, last minute resistance doesn't happen at the last minute. It happens because you didn't pre-frame things in advance and you didn't really baby step the whole process properly, right? And so you have to learn how to escalate things in a, in a calibrated way, right? You have to calibrate properly. And this is both an art and a science. And you can learn all these systems um, inside my programs or if you watch some of my content. Now, this leads us to the second point why most men aren't closing. So most men aren't able to close the deal consistently because they're usually too outcome dependent. Like they're afraid of initiating moves. They're afraid of touching her. They're afraid of saying a certain thing and they care too much about the outcome and what the girl thinks. And so like a guy is going to think, Hey, you know, if I, if I come up and so most guys are going to think like, Oh, if I come off too strong, uh, then she's going to end the date and she's, she's going to hate me. Right. Or I'm not, if, if I just touch her in, in a weird way, maybe she's going to, you know, she, she's going to hate me and she's going to slap me in the face and that's it. Right. Um, and that usually comes from like, you're just walking on eggshells because you're afraid of her reaction and you don't, you don't have the boldness to initiate things usually. And this is usually caused by desperation or the lack of options. Because if you know, you have a lot of options, if you know, you're fucking girls all the time, you're going to be a lot more bold in your actions, not only bold in your, in your speech, but also bold in the way you escalate physically. Um, it also comes down to you not having enough experience with women. Uh, it also comes down to you not knowing what to do and how to do it, like how to escalate properly, how to, um, you know, escalate both physically and verbally, by the way, and, and really how to conduct the whole thing. Right. So it, it might come down to that, but most men, they're too outcome dependent. They're afraid of her, of her reaction. Um, they're like, they're not initiating the proper moves. Okay. And so that's why you need to develop your killer instinct. You have to become the calibrated attacker, right? You have to attack, you have to attack, you have to initiate things. You have to touch, you have to, 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 to be bold sometimes and say something, something that's a little bit edgy, a little bit sexualized, but that's going to actually move the needle, right? So raw masculinity combined with social calibration is how you must conduct the date. Like you have to be calibrated. You have to acknowledge what she might be thinking, what she might be th feeling, right? You have to empathize with her, etc. But at the same time, um, initiate things. And actually like she wants you to initiate things. She doesn't want to date a pussy who can't really like touch her or whatever. Like she wants to date a guy who is bold enough to initiate things. She wants to know that you're brave enough to actually try, right? It's going to flatter her. Actually, if you go for the kiss and she turned her cheek, well, at least you've proven her that you are confident enough to initiate that, right? So even if she turned her cheek as you kiss her, next time when you try, I guarantee you it's going to be a lot more smoother, right? Um, so, so that's one thing. But you have to understand that male leadership and decisiveness are what's going to make you actually close the deal most of the time. You being calibrated, you leading the whole thing and you being decisive enough to take the proper action at the right time. Okay. It's a combination of taking the right action at the right time. Okay. Because that that's calibration. Okay. If you, if you, if you take the right action at the wrong time, you're fucked. You have to be doing both like the proper action at the proper time. And you have to build compliance so that throughout the date, um, you have, you've, you've planted all these seeds so that she feels comfortable enough. You see what I mean? I don't know if it's clear, but I can, I can make it clearer in the comments. Let me, let me know if you don't understand. Um, but basically, yeah, the third thing is plausible deniability. 
So this is a very important concept that you need to understand. You have to understand that with women, they don't want to feel like it's their idea to have sex with you. They don't want to feel like, okay, like I actually was the one initiating things with him. She wants to feel like, you know, like everything happened like like almost like magic, right? It, it, mag it just magically happened, right? She wants to feel innocent. She wants to feel like, you know, you, you took the lead and like it just happened by chance, you know? And that's what we call engineering serendipity. Like you have to create your own serendipity. You have to create kind of the, the scenario where you lead things smoothly. And you do that by giving her plausible excuses, right? You want to package the gift of sex in a socially acceptable way. You want to basically give her like a socially acceptable excuse for her to come with you without feeling some buyer's remorse or some shame. So you can just tell her, hey, you know what? I know a cool place five minutes away. Let's let's watch a movie together. Or, hey, you know what? I know a cool view uh, just two minutes away. I think you're going to love it. Come with me. Or, hey, you know what? Um, I, I, I brought like some some wine from France. Um, I wanted to to open the bottle with someone. Uh, come with me. There's a nice view. We can just have another glass of wine and it's going to be fun, you know, or um, if you if you were talking about a book that you were reading uh, and you said you were going to show it to her. Well, you can say, hey, I'll, I'll show you my book collection. I'll show I'll show you this. I'll show you that, whatever. Uh, if you want to, um, you can also food is a good excuse. Like you can, let's say you had a, a date and you had a drink with her on the date. Well, you can say, oh, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I'm down to have some food. Let's let's grab some food, you know, and that way you can actually transition into you ordering some food with her at your place. You see what I mean? So you don't want to like you don't want to basically make her sign a sexual contract. Like you don't want to say, hey, let's fuck to my place or hey, let's come with me. Like you want to give her a reason, like a plausible excuse for her to come with you. OK, now another thing is ideally like she needs to drink a bit of alcohol because alcohol is like fuel for sex. Like if she drinks alcohol at your place, she can rationalize like, oh, I just had a drink with him and one thing led to another and we had sex, right? So alcohol is a big, big excuse. And it, it's just like, it doubles your chances of having sex. Um, so you having a drink with her, etc., is actually gonna, it, it's an aphrodisiac, right? It, it really, you know, allows people to chill, to, to relax and become more aroused, right? So that's one thing. But these are just examples, so be creative with those. And ideally what you want to do is you want to seed the, the, the pool in her mind throughout the day. So you don't want to just um, say, hey, let's go order some, some food and then leave like that out of the blue, right? Like you want to basically tell her throughout the day that you're kind of hungry, that, oh, I know a cool restaurant that delivers pizza, whatever. Um, and you just want to seed it like that a bit before so that when you actually ask her to move and actually move, it doesn't come out of thin air. See what I mean? Like you, you want to basically, let's say, I don't know, like 30 minutes before you actually move, you want to actually plant a seed like, hey, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I went to the gym earlier. Uh, you know, I'm down to grab some food. And then maybe five, 10 minutes before you actually want to pull her, you say, hey, uh, then you know what? Let's let's go in like five, 10 minutes. Let's order some food together. It's going to be fun, blah, blah, blah. And, and so 30, minute, 30 minutes before, ideally, you seed the pool a little bit. And then five, 10 minutes before, you restate that, okay, you guys are gonna grab some food, etc., so that it doesn't come out of thin air. You understand? This is very important. 
Now, the fourth thing is that logistics are king. Okay, if there's one thing that helped me a lot with women is it's understanding the importance of great logistics. Okay, so you want to live in a prime area in your city. Don't live in the suburbs. Don't live like 30 minutes away from the date location or from the cool bars. Live close to the bars. Live close to the cool restaurants. Live close to everything. The closer, the better. Because if you can transition smoothly from you guys being in a bar and then walking two minutes and being at your place, then that's, that's amazing. But if you have to take the subway and take this and that and then wait 30 minutes to, to actually arrive at your place, it, it's too much. There's too much of a time between you transitioning from the date to your place. Same thing, if you go to a nightclub and you want to bring a woman home, well, you're not going to tell her, hey, let's, let's go, it's 30 minutes away, blah, blah, blah. It's too long, right? So you have to tell her, hey, it's quick, like two minutes away, uh, there's a nice view, we can go there after party. And everything has to be quick. Okay, everything has to be quick, it has to be smooth. So live in a prime area, it's gonna help you a lot. Not only is it gonna help you with women because you're gonna be able to pull girls way faster and way more easily, but second, it's also gonna help you with your network because for example, myself, I live in a tower right now in Estonia. There's only a few towers in Estonia and I live in a big tower and I've met probably 50% of my friends here from being at this tower because when you take the elevator, you meet other cool people and uh, you, you cross them basically. You cross them on the, the hallway, uh, you cross them in the elevator, you cross them, just, just you being around this neighborhood, you're gonna find a lot of like-minded guys, a lot of cool people, because it's the prime area, you see what I mean? And so that's how I meet a lot of my friends is through me being in a prime area. And I'd rather pay more, I'd rather pay two times the price, but actually be two times closer to the, the bars, the, the cool restaurants, the, the cool spots, you know? So if you live in London, try to be close to Mayfair, close to, you know, um, for example, uh, close to Piccadilly Circus, etc. right? If you live in Paris, well, try to be close to, uh, you know, the, the Champs-Élysées, the, you know, the, the river, La Seine, you know, um, where all the clubs are, you know? Like, you, you wanna be central, right? You don't wanna be living, like, too far away. That's one thing. Now, the fifth thing, and I should have said earlier, but you want to touch her early in the conversation. So you want to start initiating physical contact early on the interaction. Okay, so as soon as possible, touch her. You know, touch her hands, touch her shoulder, touch whatever, but you want to touch her. Okay, because if you don't do this, especially if you don't, uh, you know, escalate things verbally, um, she's gonna think like, like she's gonna think that you're a pussy. She's gonna think that okay, this guy doesn't have the balls to actually touch me or initiate things. Like this guy is too politically correct. This guy is too nice, you know? So you don't wanna appear that way. You wanna touch her. You wanna make it man to woman, right? You wanna show her that you have the balls to initiate things, to touch her, that you're confident enough to do that, okay? Now the sixth thing is about flipping the script because if a woman is really enjoying her interaction with you, um, she might be thinking about having sex with you, right? And one of her concerns might be that you know, like you're not there to have a long-term thing. Like you're just there to have sex with her and then leave her, right? That's one of the main concerns. Uh, and we've covered the reason why, because uh, back in the caveman times, like they had to be selected, right? So that's the reason why. Now, their brain hasn't evolved much. And so they have the same thinking. Like they don't want to sleep with a guy who's not going to potentially commit long-term unless she is looking for that specifically, which is more rare. Like most girls, they want to have a long-term type of investment from a guy, especially a guy they like, right? 
Now, some girls, they just want to ha have something casual, but it's more rare. Now, sometimes when they like you and they they might think you're a player or something, they're going to say things like, you know, we're, gonna ha we're not going to have sex tonight or oh, I'm not going to sleep with you tonight. And that's absolutely normal. Right. And so if she says that before you even mention sex, before you even sexualize things, that's almost a guarantee that she wants to sleep with you because she mentioned sex even before you mentioned it. So she is thinking about it more. But then, you know, if she is saying that after you've tried to escalate things or after you said something sexual, what you can do is you can actually frame her as the one thinking about it. You can actually take the control back by framing her as the sexual aggressor. You can say things like, easy tiger, who, who talked about sex? I'm not that easy, you know? Or uh, you, have, pff, you have such a naughty mind, like always thinking about sex. Calm down, girl, calm down. Um, and, and you can just say things like that to basically flip the script on her so that she appears as the one wanting sex more than you do, thinking about sex more than you do. You see what I mean? So that's a way of doing it. Now, there's many other ways that we cover. There's many other things that I can tell you about this. Uh, but that's pretty much it for this video. Uh, I can't reveal all my secrets here, unfortunately. Uh, but if you want to work with me and if you really want to get there with the right systems and you really want to have all the practices needed to be able to date, uh, attract and retain women consistently, uh, then the Dating Accelerator Mentoring is for you. It's an eight weeks program where we cover all the systems uh, from the mindset to cold approach to online to social circle, like really everything on top of the, the brotherhood that we have inside the circle. Then you have the course only, which is more self-based. Uh, then you have the membership only, which is just the mastermind, but you're not going to get all the systems. Um, then if you want to work with me in real life, then you have the bootcamp. So I'd love to meet you in real life. If you want to come in real life, that would be amazing. And otherwise you have uh, the books. So the books are, you know, they're just appetizers. If you want to get an idea of what I do and learn a few things and uh, get to the next level, you can start with my books as well. So uh, that's pretty much it for this video. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, subscribe, and drop a comment. Uh, I would appreciate it. And I'll see you on the next video. Take care.